Indianapolis Colts fall to the Jacksonville Jaguars. We saw off season 0-1, but we are still in the building. Colts cast coming at you right now with the recap. There's no better way to get better at football than playing football. So if you want to... Taylor's going to finish it! I've always been confident in my abilities. I think, you know, I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm going to get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third. Right. End zone shot for Pierce. He caught it. Oh, what a... Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts cast. We are here to talk about everything. You know what? We we skip in the intro. Uh, bump the intro today, Jamal. We, we we got stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. Look, y'all know who we are. We, we've been on the map for a minute. Y'all, you know, like, subscribe, do what you ever got to do. But, you know, I, I, I am a little angry today. Um, look, the Colts fall, fell to the Jaguars in week one, 31 to 21. Defending AFC champions, they, they ended a five-game losing streak in Indy. But guess what? We maintained our week one losing streak. And now I believe it's officially nine straight losses, something like that. Look, a uh, lot to talk about here. Let's waste no time, Jamal. Let let me know where you want to start. Mm, we can start by the Colts uh, by saying the Colts should have won this game. I mean, guys, we we talked about this before coming into this, um, to this to the season. We said that the Colts could easily win game one of the season as long as the piece of the puzzles you know came together, and we were in prime position to win this game. But there were a lot of things that happened uh, throughout this game that caused us to take this L. Of course, not all of this can be blamed on one particular group or one particular person, but this is just a team effort of the Colts showing that we had an opportunity to excel. And at times we looked good, but other times we looked like value. Ballard was in the building and he did what he does best. And that's cheap out on us. And that's why we lost this game today, guys. That's why we lost this game. Go ahead, Eric. Talk your talk. Let cheap me hear out you. on us. What are you talking about? You're talking about the line, uh, running backs. Line. I mean, I mean, everything looked bad uh, as far as it goes as that. You know, I mean, offense or the offense didn't look too bad. Anthony Richardson looked good coming out there. I like what he saw. I expected I expected way more of the. The, the big ball game, I didn't see a lot of that. We saw some intermediate game, um, some busted up run plays throughout the game. Richardson looked good scrambling with his legs. I mean, he what he had 40 yards rushing, I believe it was. So he kind of did what we talked about throughout the preseason where we said he could reach out these landmarks of rushing. That looked good. But, I mean, overall, I just think that we missed some opportunities here on the offensive line and Deion Jackson <clears> – <throat> Didn't look too hot himself, so uh, I, I think it's I think it's an interesting combination we have right there because Value Ballard, like I just mentioned, stepped on the field and showed us and showed us what he could not do from being cheap about this situation, and we are still at square A if we were of last year instead of being at point B of this year. Okay, okay, all right, Jamal, we're talking about many groups all at once. Absolutely, I feel your anger. I feel that passion in your voice. Let's start with Anthony Richardson. So. Uh, 24 for 37. That, that's about like a 65% completion rate. Uh, 223 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Took four sacks though. Um, you know, I thought to begin the game, he looked composed in the pocket. Uh, he didn't look like a rookie in, in, in that aspect. Calm and collected. A lot of QB design runs, like you were talking about. You, we, we knew what we got from him with his legs, it, it definitely showed today. A lot of quick passes, a lot of quick passes. Um, he was able to extend plays on multiple occasions, uh, was fairly accurate up until about the fourth quarter, um, led the team in rushing, which is an issue we have to talk about. A lot of good things happen. But, yeah, Jamal, like you said, what what was one thing we were missing in, in our scheme and our offensive system? 
pushing the ball downfield. We didn't see that, I think, at all. I mean, we saw some intermediate game. Um, definitely got into the middle of the field on some plays, but all those, all, all of that that we saw in the preseason, where we at least took a chance or two every quarter, I didn't see that. I, I felt we were playing very conservatively. Um, this in all, and we'll talk about Alec Pierce, but this kind of made Alec Pierce a non-factor in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but Anthony Richardson, I guess if we're just talking about him, I think. I mean, out of all the rookie quarterback debuts, he probably had the best one. Bryce Schilling had about two interceptions. C.J. Stroud was sacked a bunch of times, I think had a fumble. Um, But none of them played outstanding. But if you look at the box score, I think Richardson, you add in his rushing yards, his rushing touchdown. Um, You add in all that and and the passing touchdown. I, I think Anthony Richardson has the best debut now. I won't say he was perfect today, um, especially, you know, when we got to that fourth quarter, I, I will say he felt he felt frustrated. It, it looked it looked like that visually from what I saw from my TV screen. You could tell he was frustrated and it looked like it was getting to him. It was affecting his play. Now, a lot of inaccurate throws I saw in the fourth quarter. Um, that's where his interception to Tyson Campbell came in and. Um, not only did he underthrow it, I, I guess he just didn't see that zone uh, defense right there. I mean, Hamill was just sitting there, squatted. Um, and but also, I, I think Mo Ali Cox and my, Michael Pittman—they they're—I don't know if that was either a good play or they were running the wrong routes because they were both in the same vicinity. I don't know. It just didn't look great, you know, throughout that play. But like. I, I am not going to blame Anthony Richardson on this game. No, he didn't play perfect. We didn't expect him to, but a lot of a lot of flashes are good. And then you know some of his weaknesses definitely did show. Like even just scrambling out the pocket, I felt like he he couldn't either find an open wide receiver, held on to the ball too long. But I think that's where a couple of those sacks came in. Um, just not being able to find somebody, not being able to throw it away, things like that. But Overall, I, I would give Richardson B minus C. It, it, you know, it. I, we got what was expected. I thought. Yeah, I fully agree with that B minus or C because it's, it's just like we talked about during the preseason, Eric. We we said multiple times that what I expect to see from Richardson is that short and intermediate game being worked like they did all during training camp, you know, and going into the preseason. That's exactly what we expected. Of course, we wanted to see those deep balls. I'd be a liar if everyone in that stadium didn't want to see the deep ball threat being there. But I think we all anticipate it. And when I say all, I mean me and you, and what we've told all of our, you know, all of our listeners day in and day out that we expect the intermediate games to be worked because that was what the focus was uh the entire preseason so i mean like you mentioned i think it was it was to build that confidence early on and it did i mean he looked stout coming out i feel like he was getting comfortable getting into the groove and then there were those small pieces to the puzzle that started to fall apart and then i think once it started small things started happening here and there that's where you mentioned the confidence or or being comfortable i think that's kind of where that went down the drain because all of a sudden you went from a team that was looking like they were grooving, they were flying. We just took the lead, and all of a sudden, it's just like we're in trouble that for no changed. reason. Yep. Yeah, the, the it, whole the the momentum shift was there. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I yeah. I was on cloud nine at when we went up by three points. I felt yeah. good or four points, I think. I felt good, but yeah, every the wheels fell off. The wheels definitely fell off. Real I quick. do. What's up? Oh no, I was gonna say like they fell off real quick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Anthony Richardson, ah, man, he, he's got to learn how to slide, though. I got really scared at the end of the game when when he did get hurt. Um, mm-hmm. I think it turned out to be just a just a bone bruise on the left left leg. But I mean, he didn't slide one bit. He was I mean, he was trying to it, it was reminiscent of an Andrew Luck. Like he, he can take a hit and he, and he knows that. And he's trying to the, the game's on the line. He's trying to do everything for his team. But boy, like I think it was two scares actually in this game where I thought we were going to lose Richardson for not only a few games, but, you know, for a while. And I was a little scared. So really need him to, you know, run out of bounds, slide, do what he's got to do. I know I understand if the game's on the line, you know, you can put your body body out there. But, boy, he was doing that on almost every single run. I was a little worried there. Absolutely. It was definitely the worry. And before I keep going into Richardson and kind of what happened at that, let's give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Manscaped here. So, guys, football season is back, and you know what that means. Touchdown dances, Sunday tailgates, and epic fantasy showdowns. But, fellas, let's not forget the real MVP of the season, introducing the all-new Beard Hedger, pro kit by Manscaped, your ultimate luxury beard grooming experience. This kit is your sweet, a secret weapon for staying sharp on and off the field. Don't fumble this opportunity. Head to Manscaped.com and elevate your grooming game with that Beard Hedger pro kit. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust manscape you heard that nine million men or 109 men life stadiums so go to manscape.com and get 20 percent off plus free shipping with code colts cast the beard hedger pro kids grooming powerhouse built for precision and style just like your favorite quarterback anthony richardson uh this kid tackles <laughs> <laughs> this kid tackles beard touch-ups effortlessly ensuring that you always prepare for the next play plus it has compact design for easy portability plus it's waterproof so if you shave in the shower you to avoid all that hair in the sink the titanium-coated T-blade is tough enough on the hair, but smooth enough on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency. That brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. Remember, the Beard Hair Pro Kit is your go-to for teammates for maintaining a sharp and polished beard, whether you're on the field, in the office, or anywhere between. Grab yours today and experience the game-changing difference. Get 20% off plus free shipping with Colts, Coltcast, and Manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at Manscaped.com and use Colt Coltscast. Your grass is not artificial. Keep it shaved with Manscaped. Yeah, and Jamal, before we talk about anything else, I I don't want to talk about Anthony Richardson the, the this whole episode. Sure. I think there, there there's definitely a lot to talk about here and a lot of good happened with the Colts. Um I will say the running game was very non-existent here and you know that that created issues. Even when Deion Jackson was getting some fairly good runs, it got negated by what? A fumble. Uh he fumbled twice and I I hmm. Not having Jonathan Taylor is definitely, definitely showing as a big weakness for us. You know, Jonathan Taylor is a guy we can always lean on in the run game, even if the run blocking isn't, you know, great. And we saw that, look, they weren't getting any push up front. Mm -hmm. No holes were really created. It just was very stagnant in that game. And it, it, I, it, it, it looked just like the South Carolina game cost when I was watching them yesterday. But <laughs> anyway, we're, we're having issues in that department. You know, the offensive line, I thought they were fair in the pass blocking game, but you know, the, the run blocking just isn't there. It, it's not like what it used to be. It's an issue. Um, and Chris Ballard, I, I, like you were saying early on in the episode, he didn't address it all off season. You know, he went he just, he sat there, Will fries. He said, Bernard Raymond can hold it down. And, you know, we had Big Q, Braden Smith, Ryan Kelly. It's just not working, though. No. It's, it's obvious, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. It's right. And guys, and you know, I, I, I don't really care to go back and forth. People talking about how, oh, this is just game one, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I'm sick of this. It's just game one. It's just game two. It's just game three. Because sooner or later, it's going to be it's just game 12 or 13 or 14 or 15. And we're saying, hey, well, we're still trying to figure this out. This is one of those things where I, I tell everybody and I know I'm biased because everyone who listens to us know I do not like Chris Ballard. I just don't. And I and, you know, and, and you guys have been hearing this from me day in and day out. I am so tired of the 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 nonchalant. Oh, we'll figure this out thing. You're in the NFL. We're at the highest tier. This is the highest level of gameplay for this sport. So let's act like it is. You know, I, I'm tired of hearing that. Well, I like what we have. Well, this is fine. We're, well, this is going to work itself out. No, no, it's not. It's, it's just not. It, these th- people don't just mysteriously go to bed at night and get better. All of a sudden, you don't have a dream, and then all of a sudden, you are a an elite five who all Pro Bowl offensive lineman. It just does not work like that. There's clearly another issue. Am I saying that Tony Sperano is not doing his job? Absolutely not. I'm not saying that. Am I saying that that these linemen are coming to work every day and not doing their job? No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that there is a bigger issue somewhere down the line, and it has to be addressed because we keep negating this stuff, and it, and it becomes an issue. It becomes an issue on the offensive line because, like I've said, 1,000 times over again, the offensive line is the only group on the field where all five players, not one, not two, not three, not four, but all five players have to be in sync for this to be successful. You cannot have Will Fries not being in sync. You cannot have Raymond being in, not being in sync. You cannot have Nelson not being in sync and expect there to be something. Yes, occasionally you can miss a block, but that is not how this works. You can't you can't have every every single play. Well, someone missed a block because guess what? Guys, people are going to realize that they're going to see this on tape. They're going to see this on film, and they're going to stack the box. And they're going to stack the box. They're going to brush hard. And if you got Deion Jackson fumbling the ball x amount of times because you don't want to pay Jonathan Taylor or any other running back, then guess what? You are up the creek. Guys, it is it's 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 just a sick cycle. It is a sick cycle that's gonna happen over and over again. And I and you know, and I know people are gonna say, well, it's just game one, it doesn't matter. It does matter because guess what? This is reminiscent of last season where this happened over and over and over and over and over again, and nothing has been fixed. Chris Ballard came out at the end of last year and said, Oh guys, you know what? Hey, guess what? It's my fault. And everybody said, Bruh. Oh, Ballard, I just really appreciate you doing your job and saying it's your fault. No, this is why we are where we are right yeah, now, guys. Play- Playoffs. <laughs> like, this is what I'm saying. And I, I I just don't know how else to say this, but people, we have to realize there is a bigger issue right now. And and for those JT haters, I'm not sitting here saying, Oh, you need to pay him. X amount of dollars, all this stuff. But this is exactly what I told y'all all all season long when all this stuff started happening. I said, you don't realize it, but you think just because Deion Jackson is not Miles Sanders. He's just not. He's not Miles Sanders. So you can't just throw him in there and say, all of a sudden, it's going to be fine. We'll be fine with any running back we got in there. It doesn't work like that. Shane Steichen needs to realize he don't got that Eagles offensive line. Yeah, it's not the same. That's the best offensive line in the league. Like, it's just. That's not what you have in Indianapolis. Yeah, you gotta you gotta realize that Quinn Nelson has had one of the biggest regressions of any offensive lineman mm-hmm. I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Um I, I don't know, he's just not playing to that all pro form I've seen him at. Um, but yeah, this this offensive line as a whole did not play well in the in the run department. Um there's there's something to be said about the pass pass blocking game, but you know, we had we did have the, the scheme was was very conservative, although Although Jamal, we went for it on five times on fourth down. I mean, mm-hmm. 
I know one of those times was at the very end of the game. That's fine. So let's just say, let's just say four. We were very aggressive in that department. Fourth and one, like fourth that. and short. Yep. Could not get it. Could not get it. And and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, why is Matt Gay the eleventh highest paid player on this Indianapolis Colts team? And he did not attempt one field goal. We I get field, I we look kickers, but not running backs. It's wild. Right. So hindsight's 2020. You know, we 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 get the fourth downs. We convert on most, if not all of them. Like, you know, I'm probably the narrative is different right now. But I'm I'm thinking I'm sitting here. Our defense is playing at an extremely high level. Oh, yeah, they look great. Yeah, we're shutting them down. You know, when we need to, they're making key plays. Why not take the points? Why not take the points? You, you got this kicker that makes all this money. That's supposed to be elite, very accurate. And, and Matt Gay was with the Rams. So, you know, the only time he was out there is when we scored a touchdown, you know, when he's out there for an extra point. But, you know, if we were up, you know, those extra three points or six points, how many other times we could have got Matt Gay out there? I think this game looks a little different. The the scheme on Jaguars, their, their offensive play style is a little different. Maybe this game turns out in our favor. But, you know, I, I, I like, you know going forward on fourth and one every now and then, but every single time and not being successful and you know, your run, your run game ain't strong. It's just, it was tough for me to see Matt Gay not out there for me. Yeah. We, we pay him way too much money to be sitting on the sideline and not breaking a sweat. Like that's just the reality of it. I mean, I, again, I appreciate the fact that we're aggressive with that because I do think there are going to be times during the season where we're going to be in tight games where we don't have a choice, but to go for it on that fourth and one, that fourth and two, and I'm here for it, but we cannot leave points on the board because like you mentioned, and that's probably another way away when your momentum shifts too, because all of a sudden we could have had six points on the board, but we have zero now. And, and we are in a different spot. We're not down by 10. We're down by four, or we could, have been up because those points could have helped build the momentum for us to be up later on. Maybe we get a turnover on defense or whatever the case is. So yeah, you know, like you said, hindsight's always 2020 when it comes to that stuff. But I just I hate leaving points on the board like that, especially in situations where we can definitely we we know that could be a chip shot for someone we're paying 20, 24 million dollars for whatever how much his contract is. I mean, those are chip shot field goals for him. Let's get these free points. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. Tony Brown got that big interception. Um, early on in the game, and we turn it over on downs on our next drive. That's yeah. three free points right there because it was a chip shot. But let's keep going. Uh, I know we've been talking a lot. Uh, Colts Nation, let us know what you think in the comments below. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jamal's, about some passionate. Positives? Yeah, Jamal's passionate about this team. I know he's been freestyling <laughs> real quick, telling y'all the, the business. But, yeah, let's talk about some receivers. You know, Michael Pittman, I mean, eight, eight catches, 97 yards, and a touchdown. We saw that big – Catch and run he had. Uh, amazing block by Kylan Granson on that play. Mm -hmm. Michael Pittman, he went untouched after that. It was impressive. Um, but we saw he, he, he had 11 targets. He's still the favorite target of the Colts. You know, it looked like Josh Downs early in the game. But yeah, Michael Pittman definitely, he, he was getting the ball a lot in the second half. Um, outside of that, we didn't have a receiver get over 40 yards. Um, you know, Kylan Granson was getting some targets out there. He's obviously tight end one right now, but Drew Ogletree also did go down with concussion. Uh, Josh Downs had seven targets, but only three catches and 30 yards. Um, Alec Pierce, uh, like I said earlier, was a non-factor. One reception for five yards, three targets. I feel like 
like you said, Jamal, no downfield, no pushing the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what I this is what Alec Pierce is made of. Like he's got to run those go routes down the sideline. You got to give him a chance on that 50-50 ball. Either make a play or draw DPI because that's what we saw last season. That's mm-hmm. what we saw in the preseason. Yet again, like Shane Steichen. He was aggressive on fourth down, but wasn't aggressive in his in his play call. And I I was a little confused about it, man. I don't know. But what do you think about the receiving core? Well, I, I agree. I was definitely confused. And it, it makes me nervous because when I think about these where, you know, we we use Pierce for just these these, these go routes, uh, is he going to become one-dimensional for us? Hey, that's what I'm it, afraid it of. It looks like it. And, yeah, I'm, I'm and afraid that's of that. fine, though. But that's fine. He can be that deep threat sure. that, res- that just – like a deep ball Give him a shot. Yeah. He can be that, but we have to utilize him. Yeah. If, if that's the case, I don't know what he was out there for. Hey, I mean, a let's, little sweaty, let's, I guess. Yeah. Let's be honest. like, he doesn't have great hands. We've, we've mm-hmm. seen that he's not generating a whole lot of separation. Sure. Let's use him. Maximize his strengths. I, yeah. I don't know, man. Like I like Shane Steichen. I, I I liked what he's bringing to Anthony Richardson. The QB yeah. design runs we saw it. The QB powers up the middle. Um, a lot of QB design runs. The RPO game is there. Uh, a lot of quick passes. A lot of decisions that Anthony Richardson has to make on those pre-snap, post-snap reads. But like our receiving core, why aren't we using Alec Pierce in the deep ball game? I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know either, and I and I like that you mentioned like just the focus on Anthony Richardson there because it's this is where and this is where that first year head coaching is going to really come in to see if he's really a DC or excuse me an OC or a head coach because because like we we know that he's a quarterback specialist we saw what he's done he's done with Hertz what he's done with Herbert so this is where it's going to really come in are you going to make sure you utilize not only developing your quarterback but developing the other players around him because we're gonna we can see that the run game was was horrendous we can see that the passing game wasn't the hottest obviously he doesn't really have that much control of the O line but for what it's worth you still the you still run the offense so you have to have some say so on them so I think this is where it's going to get interesting to see and again guys we know it's game one we know there yeah. are a lot of kinks that have to be ironed out we can completely get that. But what we're giving you is a real and raw and fresh what we saw and what we what we recognize that are things that have to be addressed because these are legitimate issues in a very winnable game. Had this game been 45 right. to three, then I wouldn't care about any of this because I would say it doesn't matter. But these are issues that put us in the L column today that should have put us in the W column a thousand percent. We should have won this game. We yeah. really should have. Don't want to overreact, you know, don't want to overreaction Sunday going on right now. Sure. Like there's still a lot of good that came out. Like I said, Anthony Richardson, he looked like great. That he looked great. And a lot of, yeah, a lot of places looked like a rookie in others. Um, but he definitely looked calm and collected in that pocket. Most yeah. of the time, you know, Michael Pittman looking legit as he can be. I don't know why. And I'm going to say this as, as uh, respectfully as possible. I don't know why Molo Alley Cox had two targets. Dog. Um, of course, Anthony Richardson threw it a little a tad bit high to Molo Cox on one of those passes, but Molo Cox got about, I would say, three inches off the ground. There was no chance he was making that play. Look, give my boys Kylan Granson the ball or Andrew Ogletree or Jelani Woods when he gets back healthy. Let them be your primary tight end catchings. Uh, you know, Molo Cox, he's a pretty good blocker. Let's use him in that aspect, but Look, he he don't need to. Uh, that, that's all I'm gonna say about that. I'm not gonna keep. Nah, you good, dog. Uh, you good. There there are a lot of things in this in this scheme that have to be again worked out. And I know again, it's gonna take some fine tuning. 
but it's just it's just one of those things where we have to realize that this these these are going to be issues and 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 again i probably wouldn't care as much if it wasn't a divisional game and again i know that you know we set the expectations hot we said the colts could win 10 games we said they could win and, this game today and they very well could have very and well probably should have won this game yeah, like absolutely we're talking about the was fourth the defense defense was great. Defense yeah. was great, and the fourth quarter, the wheels fell off. I'm yep. talking about we had like three straight three and outs. Yeah, when when the defense held their own, got the stop, the big stop. Let's let's just talk about our defense right now because that's actually one highlight of the Colts. Absolutely. I mean, I, who you want to talk about first? Uh, hey, I want to. I'm gonna start with D Buck getting that pick. You know, getting getting that pick. <laughs> Boy, my I'm man was jersey. I'm getting. Yeah, hey, listen, he was looking good. People says Ayer couldn't drop into pass coverage. My man was out there looking good in pass coverage. I mean, I. <laughs> I thought the defense did everything they were supposed to today. Now they did everything. I will say Zaire got beat by Zay Jones. I do remember a play. Yeah, I, I think it was a fourth down play, but it, it's a hard ask for a linebacker to cover Zay Jones. Zay I mean, jo- that, yeah, exactly. that is a talented receiving core. I will say that 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 is a tough ask. But yo, DeForest Buckner, Different. uh, you know, Different. as advertised, you know, he's got a sack, tackle, and, and that sack, that sack was that strip sack he had where you know everyone saw that bizarre play um it, what, what happened he strip sacked trevor lawrence i guess people thought that the he was though his arm was forward so it was you know incomplete so when who was it um bigsby was it bigsby yeah it it, it bounced off the ground hit bigsby's hands and you saw zaire franklin he punched it out that's, but yeah. Zaire Franklin just squared him up after he punched the football out of his hands because I think he thought – I think most people thought the play was over. They thought it was an incomplete pass. But what it really was was a fumble that went forward, hit the ground, bounced into Bixby's hands. He didn't know what was going on. Ball got punched out, and nobody heard a whistle. Yeah. And just standing there. Yeah, and that clicked into Indianapolis Colts players' heads. And that's when we saw DeForest Buckner say, I'm scooping that thing up. The 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 strip sack I had, the force fumble I had, I'm scooping that thing up and I'm taking it to the house, and that's exactly what he did. And I mean, that was that was the game changing play right there. I yep. thought the Colts had next up right there. That's mm-hmm. when the Indianapolis Colts they took the lead, and I really thought we were flying high because I was like, all right, we got 15 more minutes of football to go. I think we got this. Like, you know, our offense has been cooking. You know, to to some extent, a little. Yeah, you, know, you just need a couple first downs. Maybe you get a field goal. Have Matt Gay come out there, and we're going to be up a touchdown. We are going to be good to go. But as you all saw, the wheels did fall off. Um, but that's that's nothing to take away from DeForest Buckner. I mean, he had a great game. Zaire Franklin, I, he's got to be the NFL tackles leader right now, right? Oh, has to be. Yeah, he's all over the place. 18 total tackles. Nuts, dog. That's nuts. Like, what? <laughs> 10 of them were solo, just by himself. He had a pass deflection. I, is Zaire? Did did he want to? I, so Shaquille Leonard, he was out there, too. You know, he had a big tackle for a loss, too. Uh, he had eight tackles. But Zaire is stepping up onto another pedestal, like, I don't know, man. Zaire Franklin might have next up. Thrones for the taking, dog. He wants it. He already he had it. next up, but like yeah. he might have next up up. Like <laughs> this man is in the clouds right now. Um, I will say our our 
it, it was very hard to har- uh, cover Calvin Ridley. I mean, he had over 100 yards. We saw uh, eight catches, 101 yards. It was tough. It was tough ass, you know, to, to cover that guy. He, and Zay Jones had that beautiful catch. Trevor Lawrence did have some cheat code throws. Yeah. And along with those cheat code throws came cheat code catches. Like Calvin Ridley was making some good catches. Zay Jones made that amazing grab in the end zone. That that was crazy. Um, but what was really scary is when they lined up, I think it was in the third quarter, they lined up Kenny Moore on the outside against Calvin Ridley. I was about to shit my pants. I didn't know what was going to happen there. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we did have a couple, you know, scary – the injury bug was really going around yeah. today. Some yeah. scary ones there. I mean, for a lot of players, of course, they got back on their feet. But do you remember that collision that Dallas Flowers and Kenny Moore had? Yes. Yeah. Because um, I thought that was a fumble. I thought EJ Speed had that mm-hmm. thing. But, um, yeah, Dallas Flowers and Kenny Moore collided. I was like, whoa, that's that's two corners that just went down. Like, what's going to happen? Uh, you know, we had Quinn Nelson go out with a toe injury, came back. They were – there were some scary injuries, man. Uh, potential injuries. Drew Ogletree went sure. out. Evan Hole was out. <sighs> we said the Colts would be healthy coming to the end of this game. Like, I think we jinxed it. We were just like, look how healthy we are. And now, yeah. look what happened. Yeah, yeah I, I agreed. And that, that's the scary thing. I mean, we've been very fortunate, obviously, during the preseason to not have any injuries. But now I'm starting, you know, starting to backfire where these injuries, you know, these are going to, I feel like some of these injuries are going to be lingering injuries. You know, they're going to be ones where they may have been small today, but two, three weeks down the road, they could be an issue. A toe injury, that could be an issue four or five weeks down the road. So that makes me a little bit nervous, um, especially because we just, we kind of slid off scotch-free at, during the entire preseason and, and offseason with, with really no injuries to our main core, besides the ones who are like on IR or whatever the case is. Uh, so I, I don't like that. I mean, again, we can't really control that, but uh, I hope these guys get healthy soon, sooner rather than later, because we're going to need them week in and week out. We got another divisional game come next week, so we need them back. But um, yeah, I mean, I want to see these guys out there doing what they need to do, being healthy, because we can't really afford to have injuries with a with a plague team right now that we have. So I, 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 just, I just don't want to see that. We're very top heavy in, in some mm-hmm. positional groups and losing starters is is going to have a adverse effect on our Absolutely. team. But the defensive line, I thought, you know, we've been talking up this defensive line, how they can be a top 10 unit. I thought they played like a top 10 unit today. Like we said, DeForest Buckner was going crazy. Grover Stewart, he did his thing, came out with a few plays. Uh, Quiddy Pay got a sack, was also evident in that run game. Or yeah, run defense game. Samson Samson Ibukum. Look, he was there too in that run game. I don't know our our run defense. It's looking top five. I mean, I know when the wheels came off, we let Travis Etienne and Tanks Bigsby kind of kind of get us in the end. But you know, right. three straight quarters, I thought we were absolutely destructive on on the Russian defense end, and. I'm excited. I mean, we got a couple sacks too. It's it's hard to get Trevor Lawrence down, but we got a couple sacks. We we got a bunch of you know big stops. It, it was crazy. Like we held, what did we hold the Jaguars to? Um, three of twelve on third down, one of three on fourth down. A lot of big fourth down stops. You know, Doug Peterson likes to go for it too. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I think it was a splendid performance from the defense. Of course, it looks bad when we give up 31 points, but hey, we only gave up 21 going into the fourth and yeah. then something, I, I don't know. I saw a lot 
a lot of good from this defense against a talented offense like the Jacksonville Jaguars. And there's a lot, there's a lot to look forward to. And I think Gus Bradley has taken this defense to another level. Fully agree. I mean, we talked about in the pregame show how stacked this offense is. You know, I mean, they have a great receiving core, great running back, great quarterback. They have they, they have all the pieces of the puzzle. So when we see that number on the scoreboard, you know, like you said, the 21 points they put up, I, I am completely fine with our, our defense giving up that because our offense could have played at a high enough level to to compete with that, which they did for the most part. Um, it was just leading into that fourth quarter where it kind of where it kind of unfolded. But that's where we have to remember that these guys have to finish all four quarters of the game because unless we're up big by 20 30 i mean we we've saw we don't even need to say unless we saw what the the vikings last year what happens even when you're up that big you, you take your foot off the gas it can still go down here real quick so i want to see us definitely be able to go out there and complete games but shout out to the defense because they did look fantastic today and again i will give up 21 points any day of the week whenever we can make sure we have the offense who can drop 25 30 points which i right. know again could have happened today Today. Yeah, this this conservative play calling I was a little worried about. Yeah. Um they're trying to play safe with Andy Richardson, but nah, I come on, man. Gotta Let the man it. loose. Cut him loose. Yeah. Get him off that leash. I, I think he did in some departments of, of the play calling, but there were some things that were a little restricted, and I'm hoping him, Jim Bob Cooter, all of them can figure that out uh for next week. But absolutely. I don't know, Jamal. I'm I'm still happy. About mm-hmm. our performance today, I think there's a lot to look forward to. Um, just a lot of faults that we pointed out doesn't take away from anything our team did. We played our hearts out. We did take the lead at one point. We made mistakes. We need Jonathan Taylor back, I'm thinking, um, even though I, I thought he was really going to get traded. But now, you know, he, he can suit up in, in another three games. It's We need that man back there, I think, to help just stabilize that offense you know that rushing game wasn't there today you add Jonathan Taylor into the mix I think I think it's a different game yeah it's another factor we have to have back in the building and I don't care who you are what you say how how butthurt you are over the entire situation he needs to be out there because again guys it's evident it's evident and 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 it's one of those things where it's just you you have you have to continue to watch it to see it unfold and you know I don't want to see it to go downhill and then we say what should have could have would have been let's just amend what we need to do let's let's move on let's keep looking forward and make this thing better because we know that this 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 was a great start i i would have even though it's a loss i am content with what i saw i am so much happier seeing us lose 31 to 21 with this performance than i am seeing us lose last year or winning last year 12 to 9 versus the broncos with the performance we had so i i'm fine with this but i definitely want to call a spade a spade and and have people realize the, the reality of it is, is that we need our aces in our places, meaning JT, meaning O-line, meaning that Enrich Nass be there. So let's 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 not let's not just turn a blind eye to the things that we don't need to. Let's be realistic here and understand that if we want to be anything of a contender, and I just mean a contender in the AFC South, not even in the playoffs, not in Super Bowl, but the AFC South, we gotta have our aces in our places. We can still get those 10 wins we projected Absolutely. early on. Absolutely. Um, because you know who we play next? We play the Houston Texans. And guess what? Got that back blown out today. Yeah. They lost 25 to 9. They also didn't score a touchdown. It was all field goal. So I'm telling you, Anthony Richardson had the best performance out of any rookie mm-hmm. quarterback, in our humble opinions. But, you know, we see them in Houston next week. I think we can legit get their numbers. You know, we start off 0-1 right now, but we can bounce back. You know, a lot of teams bounce back middle of the season. 
we still, you know, we still got this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's going to be it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts cast today. We're live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts. We'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Go Colts. Go Colts.